Yeah, easy classic, Sydney's 2CH. Never, never get sick of that, that sound. Four Seasons, Frankie Valley and Stay from 1964. And it's coming back to Sydney in uh, September of next year at the Capitol Theatre. And auditions are currently being held in Melbourne and also in Sydney with three visitors from the United States. And one of the more important ones is in the studio with me right now, Ron Melrose, music supervisor and vocals dance arranger. Welcome to Sydney, Ron. Thank you, Gareth. Are you from Los Angeles? I am. And you've got to start by telling me, why is this such a magic... Why is the story still so vital and so alive now? I, I think two reasons. I think the songs never die. They just were written in that sort of timeless way that lets them survive decades and decades after the original records. And uh, Marshall and Rick, our authors, wrote a story that is really a, a classic tale of a project coming together, flourishing decaying and and the aftermath mm. um so it's just a very human story it doesn't necessarily have to be about american rock and roll but the music just happens to be there as well which makes it gives an extra dimension i um, mean you're here for auditions and they're, they're being conducted in both melbourne and also in sydney and there are another two of your compatriots here as well what are you looking for in an audition i mean what is the benchmark well we know the tracks as they exist on the page. We know we need a norm who can play the guitar, who can hip hop, who can sing down to a low E, mm. and who's a dialectician. Um, you know, t- take that times 14 or 15 tracks. We have a fairly specific idea of what set of skills will make somebody a real candidate for one of the positions. Mm. That said, we've been surprised. Somebody's walked in um, with a different set of attributes, and we've gone, well, why couldn't it be like that? She's wonderful. Yeah. I always wondered that about auditions. I mean, if you, do you ever have the situation where someone is very good at the audition and ends up being a disaster uh, in the show, and the reverse, someone who's not so good at the audition but shines in, 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 in the show? Uh, very rarely. I mean, there are actors, say, in New York that, that we all know he auditions badly and then he gets it together, or he auditions very well but can't quite live up to it. You can just factor that into your math. Uh, but on the whole, the auditions are stringent enough that you've weeded out um, yeah. any problems that you're going to have. So what, what does an audition consist of? Let's, let's assume I want to audition for Frankie Valley, uh, knowing I won't get it. <laughs> when I come in, what have I got to do? Well, the first thing we'll do is you'll bring in your own song and we'll hear you sing. And that'll tell us not only about your voice, but a little bit more about you, why you chose that one, mm-hmm. how you present yourself when you sing it. If you survive that vocal call... We're going to give you some what we call sides, which are short scenes from the show, and we'll give you music from the show. Uh, you'll take those away and learn them. You'll come back in. You'll do a dance audition. You'll do a harmonizing audition because mm. we found that some of the people that can certainly sing a song beautifully can get lost trying to hold a lower part when a sure. upper part is being sung very loudly right next to them. Yeah. So we, we, we do that. And then you'll get time to work with our director on um, the scene work and work with me on the songs. Mm, it sounds a pretty challenging task. And there are three of you. Are there three because you want an odd number, so two out that plays one? Or must you all three agree at the audition? It's less less a matter of the voting than it is our particular skills. I'm the music guy, there's a dance guy, and there's a directing guy. Okay. <laughs> so you're each looking for different aspects in Correct. the, in the then, person who's auditioning. And then we'll pool our information. Now, the last time this was on in Sydney, it was on at the Theatre Royal, which was a, a smaller theatre, and I'm glad it's going to be on at the Capitol Theatre to give it that sense of space. So are uh, we. Is there... <laughs> thank you. Is there... Uh, new aspects about this show or is it a duplicate of what has gone before 
Um, based on the 11 or 12 years we've been at it, it's never a duplicate. You always learn something or the show changes a little bit because of the people you have in it. You know, we, we go around, we, we do productions and then we go around and see them and maybe something cropped up in a production in the Netherlands or cropped up in a production in South Africa mm. and we'll go, oh, that's very good. We should be doing that everywhere. Mm. So that by the time a show has been gone for five years and comes back, it is enhanced. That, it, it'll be familiar to people that saw it before, but there'll be a couple of moments yeah, you didn't I, see. I know people in Sydney will go back and see it in droves because it was so successful when it was on before. Uh, the, new, the new show opens, as I said, at the Capitol Theatre in September 2018. Now, that's not that far away, actually, and we'll certainly let you know here at Susie Edge when tickets go on sale. You are simultaneously opening in the States and also England, are you not? Yes, there are additional productions in both. So uh, the three of you involved in those auditions as well? Absolutely. You must be a very busy chappy. Well, a lot of frequent flyer miles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Richard Hester and Danny Austin, which of those two is the director? Richard is the director. Richard is the director. Was he the director way back when? He was originally in La Jolla, California in 2004, a production stage manager. He then became an associate director, a production coordinator, a production supervisor. <laughs> and now he's sort of the uh, the head of the pyramid um, of people that sort of are actively still working on the show. Yeah. The original director, Des Makinoff, uh still is hands-on. But he has so many other projects in the fire, he can't give full weight to Jersey. Understand, West. understand. Uh, just to let you know that we are a family radio station here at Sydney's 2CH. We know you from Los Angeles. You've been here four or so weeks already in Australia. But your lovely wife, Alexandra, or Lex, is listening online right now in Los Angeles. So, Alexandra, he's looking after himself. He looks healthy. Uh, he'll be back home soon. You want to say hello to your wife? Hello, Lex, <laughs> and thank you for the shout-out, oh, it, it is my pleasure. It is my pleasure. Now, look, your your theatrical credentials are quite extraordinary. Uh, Dr. Zhivago, Jersey Boys, Imaginary Friends, uh, Jekyll and Hyde, another one of my favourite musicals. I wish it had been on in Sydney. Hmm. Um, do you have a favourite style of show, or, or are you quite Catholic about your approach? I'm generally Catholic, but I think I like a challenge. So a, a, a show in which the music is heavily involved in the storytelling, not just sort of a bed of, of numbers and the, and the storytelling happens in the scenes. What is the show you've worked on, other than Jersey Boys, that you've really enjoyed the most in your career, uh, which is quite extensive? Oh, I'm going to have to give you a very strange answer to that. Sometimes, now that the shows are so expensive, you do developmental productions first, little things like work, work, workshops and readings. And I worked on two different shows that were eventually destined for Broadway, Smile and Sideshow. And I would say that working on the developmental versions of mm. those were high points. And then in each case, we didn't quite get it right on the way to Broadway. Okay. But, you know, if you were one of those 75 people that saw it in the tiny little room downtown, <laughs> it was the theatrical experience of your life. Is Smile, was that from the Charlie Chaplin song? No. Smile was based on a Michael Ritchie movie about teenage beauty pageants. Oh, it was a very yeah. dark movie. Okay. And okay. we tried to make it a very light musical. I have two last things to say. Uh, I'm amazed in Australia we've had Kinky Boots and uh, the Book of Mormon and also My Fair Lady, both bringing in huge crowds. When you in the, go back to the States, when you put Hamilton with completely new style of musical up against a show like My Fair Lady, they both survive. Why do you think? There's a lot of people that like going to theatre and there are a lot of tastes. Uh, we find a lot of audience members will go to everything. Mm. 
and those are our favorites. But if you're somebody who just likes the traditional musicals and don't, doesn't want to get your feet dirty with rock and roll, there'll be enough shows for you to see over the course of five or ten years that you'll be happy. If you just want to see the Vanguard shows, you can do that. Ron Milrose, thank you for your time. Thank you. Break a leg. Choose the right cast. Australia's going to be great, and we look forward to having you back in September of 2018 when it opens at the Capitol Theatre, Jersey Boys. Thank you, sir. Thank you.